time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. Let's go. Listen. So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the power of It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devoured him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Show, uh. Turn it up! Episode 414, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I'm Chris Featherstone, getting live in living color, getting funky like a monkey. Ooh, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 414, man. 414 episodes. We are actually, uh, what are we, Three weeks away from the eighth year anniversary. Eight years on the show. We are three weeks away, and I am super happy. I'm super uh, jacked. But heading until then, I have this person is uh, actually gaining some PMP frequent flyer miles. I think this is his third or fourth time on the show. So uh, he's uh, he's 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 gaining some frequent flyer miles. I actually had a pleasure to meet him uh, when he came to Columbus, Ohio, too. Uh, it's it's crazy, man, because uh, Mark Haskins was on the uh, show a few weeks back, and he said something about this person. He said, you know what? As creepy and, and monstrous as he is, he's a sweetheart of a guy. He's just a nice guy. And I, I can actually attest to that uh, because I talked to him live here in Columbus, Ohio, when uh, ROH came a few months back. And uh, by that time, he was already on the show like two or three times. And uh, yeah, he's just a just a nice guy. But you know what? As nice as he is, he is not human. So without without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my man PCO, how are you tonight, sir? Hey, I'm great. What about you, Chris? I'm do, I'm doing well, man. It's, it's great to have you on the show again. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you know what? Uh, all the other times, uh, it's funny because it your times on the show kind of gravitated to where you are now because i remember when we first we uh when you first won the show i was talking about how like you're like the better version of the wrestler because you're not old and washed up <laughs> and i remember saying that and then i was lobbying you for you to win the ring of honor championship and you were talking about how much of a awesome feat that would be an awesome accomplishment that would be and how you really changed your gimmick to make you know make that make that a thing 
and then he got closer and closer and this, and then you started to uh, be one of the you know top contenders and then I think right before final battle uh, we talked and you were going against Roosh. So it all kind of led up to you being Ring of Honor World Champion and now the time has come Ring of Honor World Champion PCO. How does it feel, man? Well, I'm great, man. It feels good. Um, it was like a hard weekend last week. Because, uh, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've, I've had a great match against uh, Dragon Lee, which was mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite ever. Nice. Uh, nice. The guy is so talented. Yeah, he is. And uh, that was in, Memphis, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, uh Wow. That that was awesome. That He's was still really TV cool. champ now. He's still TV champ, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I lost the title the next night against Askins and and Roosh. So Roosh has got it back now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, a little bit disappointed about that, but uh, I'm on the line for a title match at Lakeland uh, WrestleMania weekend for the NWA title against Nick Aldis. That's going to be my match. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, and also, there's a there's a so many things that can happen. It can switch overnight. It can turn on a dime. Yeah. Uh, there there's there's so many things up in the air. Yeah. But we'll see how everything goes. It's, yeah. Uh, it's been a uh, from transiting from 2019 to 2020. It's been like pretty incredible. Like uh, mm-hmm. with all the news, Marty's resigning with Ring of Honor, which was a shock to yeah. the wrestling world and community yeah so uh yeah. yeah so so a lot of things very interesting man so it's interesting because i as far as i remember the the triple threat was scheduled for the 18th anniversary now it's just haskins and rouge why, why is that the case Did, was there a change of plans or what, what was that all about that's stip- the stipulation of the match was uh the guy who doesn't get beat during the match gets the chance gets at the, the title yep. yeah so yeah. since Rouge, uh well uh nick all this like i had the the match one you know i just hit mark askins the moonsault was like on my way to win one two Rouge pulls the ref out uh i look at the ref outside the ring what's going on what's going on turn around nick all this is there hit me with the belt mm. Uh, then that sat me in the corner, and then I got the horns. Mm. Man, well, the bright side is you can be (laughs) Ring of Honor champ, and then you know, just lost it. I think was a couple days ago this past weekend. Yeah, just been uh, the loss of Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and then uh, when you have a chance to be nwa champ so that's you know that's huge man yeah yeah and also you never know like uh when you lose a title you always uh have the right for a a rematch rematch yeah we'll see how it goes i've got a rematch in my pocket i've got the nwa title coming up april 4th and uh also the way i look uh if it was before in my career uh I'm sure I would have been really mad and mm-hmm. 
I would really be like in a different mood. But now with the attitudes I've got, it's like, okay, I'm I'm still peaking in the game, you know, as far as as performance and things like that. You no, know, I've done things with Dragon Lee that I've never done before, walking the ropes, doing some crazy things like different than what I've been doing. Like, people were really like uh, on their edge of their feet and on the edge of their seats. Yeah, the whole ringside was standing up, and the people and and the stands like I could see it from the ring. They were really into the match, and uh, well, they are they're always in you your know, matches. They're always in your yeah, matches, yeah. But that, that that was really really special. Yeah, and uh, and I and I feel that when when something happens and uh, you really can't accept it. The, you know, inside of you and your heart, and then you know that something, this is hiding something even bigger. Yeah. For me, this is hiding something even bigger because I know what I want and I know what I've been wanting all my life. And mm -hmm. I'm not even near of what I wanted to accomplish in this business. I know it's coming soon. I don't know how it's going to all, how it's going to turn out, how everything's going to take place. And, take form and manifest but i can assure you there's something really big ahead of me yeah on. well you said that the first time uh when <laughs> you're on the show and it led to a ring of honor world championship so uh <laughs> so, so say it again that was just a taste <laughs> that, that was just a taste of it yeah you know? i agree but it gave me just the perfect experience you know i've worked a lot of match <clears throat> to get there and once i was a world champion <clears throat> you know uh i main evented a lot of shows and uh it gave me great experience that mm -hmm. i did not before i did a bunch of times before yep. but <clears throat> you know when you main event a show <clears throat> let's say for uh, 10 nights in a row or whatever mm -hmm. uh times that it might have been since you know uh going into the finals and the eliminations and getting the number one contender and getting this and that and all the titles that I've won during the, the year 2019. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's just a big, uh, big boost as far as confidence to, you know, it's, it's an, an enormous, you know, so, which is uh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very happy with the outcome. I mean, I, I can only, I only see positive about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You were a uh, dual champ too, right? With you and you and Brody, dual tag champs, uh, ROH and tag NWA. champs, six man tag champs. Yeah, uh, NWA tag champs, uh, Crocker Cup winners. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. That's uh, a pretty impressive a resume, year. man. Yeah, it was pretty good. 2019 is a hell of a year. And add on, uh, what three uh, WWE championship reigns? Uh, the tag team. Yeah, and yeah, three WWE tag team and one uh, WCW, WCW uh, hardcore. hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty. It's huge, man. That's a that's a pretty impressive resume for. <laughs> that's all right. I know the still a. Still a few that, you know, uh, not a few titles, but I just want to do it in a way where, like I always say, I really want to impact this wrestling yeah. industry yeah. with a huge stamp. And it, it's nothing about my, it's not even, it's not even about my ego. It's just that to, to accomplish what 
you want to accomplish, you have to go through so much in your mind, mentally, physically, as disciplined, as uh, you got to push yourself all the time. It'd be, it'd be so easy for me to say, okay, I've done that. I've accomplished, you know, I've been a world champ. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else in front of me, but no, there's so much more in front of me. And, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. You have to, you have to, you have to accomplish the goal that you've set for yourself. Yeah. Before yeah. you can move on to another field or another goal. Mm-hmm. And even though I became the world champion, uh, I wanted to, you know, pack solid house to really electrify, like you know. Uh, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people. I mm-hmm. wanted to be like the man, you know, and uh, uh, that was the goal to do big, big ratings, to draw ratings, to, to draw gates, to, to, to draw viewerships, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. You know, like I wanted to impact the, the wrestling world like Austin did, like uh, Goldberg did. Mm-hmm. And when he did it, like, you know, really a, a huge impact, Hulk Hogan and uh, The Rock. So that's where I'm at right now. Nice. So I, want, I, want, I want that kind of impact on the business. Yeah, yeah. And I keep saying, man, I've said this on my show before, and I still I still stand by it. I still want, if if it was up to me, uh, I would want Bully Ray to win the Ring of Honor World Championship, and you chase the title with Bully Ray being the you know one of the biggest heels and best heels, you know. Because with every, I always say with every good baby face, there's a good heel to dance with, and Bully Ray is such a strong heel. If it was up to me, I would have him win the Ring of Honor World Championship, and you chase, you know, the Ring of Honor Championship with Bully Ray at the helm. I think to me that would just be a really good dynamic. Everybody loves PCO. Everybody hates Bully Ray. It's just a match made in heaven. <laughs> I, I agree with you. You know, yeah. I agree with you. He's, he's such a heel, and it'd be a hard hitting match too, like a super hard hitting yeah. match. Yeah, I would. I would love it. Oh, whatever it takes. You know, I always say uh, you can. It's hard to plan things that happens organically. True. And once you see that it's there organically. Then you know you gotta put the rockets under the guys, you know. That's right. It take what it starts taking form, and uh, I think when you try to pre-plan too much ahead of times and things like that, you have to do sometimes because you you still gotta roll the show, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) at one point or another, you see that things are setting up, and then when things are setting up, then by themselves, it's it's organic. Yeah. Well, there's no way you can do about it except just putting the rockets under and just let it ride, you know, and just make the most of it. You know, that's I agree. Oh, that's, that's how I see it. That's how I see it. So I agree. That's why I have no regret that and the fact that I've lost the title because you know it was not the it was not happening. The, it was it was good, you know, like uh, we did a great house in and uh, in Nashville. We did very good house and. St. Louis misery. I think we're going to do really good in, in uh, Vegas next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's not what I what I wanted. You know, as far as the vision that I had. I, I mean, about you know, I really wanted to boom. You know, mm-hmm. overnight, like 
bang, it's huge, you know, all over the place. So what's we'll your, see how, how it's gonna turn out. What's your spot for the anniversary? Uh, I think it's a tag match. I think it's me and Brody King against uh, the Briscoes. Mm. It's a tag match. Me and Brody King in a tag match. Like I, I, I haven't like sometimes you know because I see the graphics before most of the times you know so I knew what was coming up. But uh, well, tell you the truth, you know I I focus so hard on you know getting in the gym and uh, working, doing what I do best. You know like. Uh, going through my routine and I always fly a couple of days like usually it's a day before uh show times to get in my bubble get in my own world yeah uh focusing on my match and uh and other than that I just focus on my routine focus on my daughter uh she's 11 years old mm-hmm. and and uh and then when it's time to jump into business I, I'd like to fly a day earlier and just totally put my mind into it Absolutely. That's how that's how I've been doing it. Nice, nice, cool, man. Well, we're going to open it up for a few questions, man. Uh, <laughs> like I said, you're getting your frequent flyer miles, so I'd imagine that this won't be the last time that you'll be on the show. <laughs> so, uh, and and I, I enjoy you being on the show each time, man. So uh, I really appreciate it, definitely. Um. All right, so let's uh, open up for questions. We got Robbie saying, if you haven't gotten into wrestling, what career do you think you would have the skills to do and would enjoy doing? Good question. Well, uh, I'm, uh, I really like movies. Uh, there's uh, two other like passions that I've got. I've got, uh, I've got this passion for, you know, I, I would have loved to, well, I think that's part of it the deal eventually to uh, do with some movies and, and going into uh, cinema. But uh, also like uh, to uh, sometime invited, you know, to speak up to people. And uh, I really like to inspire people with my, with my words, with my talk. And uh, uh, I always got inspired by so many other guys growing up. So that's something that... Uh, I think I uh, could be really talented at you know? nice. so being nice. a speaker, well, I'd like to do that. Jamie's asking, what European talents do you feel should be in promotions in the States? Uh, what do you mean? Like uh, the, the whole promotion or just talents from any Talents promotion? in Europe that should be in United States promotions. Well, there, there probably there's a lot that that made the transition. I mean, Dragunov and uh, Walter, and there's probably much more. But since I I'm out of the indie scenes, uh, I don't I don't have the chance to you know be on the look of the new talent that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I I just go on my feed and watch what's up with new talents, uh, but. Uh, I don't know. There's there's so many young talents in England, in Germany, all, all over the place. So I I really don't have any names to uh, to put up 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 in the air like that. But uh, 
Mark Haskins uh, is 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 one that came from Europe, or came from the from the UK to uh, to a Ring of Honor. So, um, you know that was yeah. huge. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, you got yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, this is the, we 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 signed Slack from Australia. Uh, we signed uh, a girl from Ireland or from Scotland. She's mm-hmm. got like a weird accent, and uh, you know, uh, I can't even pronounce her name right. But oh, really? know, I've been, we've been signing a lot of people from overseas. They oh, nice. Joe Henry. Yeah, Joe Henry. <laughs> I believe in Joe Henry. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's funny. Uh Jason, who uh who are, who's your dream opponent would be to work with in the ring? Oh, I have so many. It's hard, for me it's hard to uh to answer that question because uh, like I said, I I want it to happen organically. I want something to happen that's gonna just grow from itself and it doesn't have to be someone in particular but uh there's there's so many great names i think i haven't wrestled uh i'm sure i haven't wrestled will osprey yet uh really you ever wrestled you ever wrestled osprey yet no i I never wrestled osprey neither kita ibushi uh i was uh, i really like what ibushi was doing when he was with kenny omega uh but uh golden lovers Free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Names, but I, I'm hoping, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping something, like I said. Like so New Japan, like so so New Japan on the horizon? Do I do I hear a New Japan desire? I, I was supposed to go there with Brody King in December in okay. Tag League. Mm-hmm. Uh, my visa was ready, everything was ready, and Brody tore ACL. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Uh, Marty can come with me because he, he was on vacation with his girlfriend in LA or somewhere. And uh, he had just like, you know, booking his vacation. So we had to cancel the New Japan trip. So uh, that would have mm. been cool. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, definitely. What's your, uh, so WrestleMania weekend, you will be doing some NWA. Um, what's the What's the details on the NWA? Well, I'm wrestling uh, for the NWA World Title. Yeah, Nick Aldis. Yeah, in Lakeland, April fourth. In Lakeland. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that publicized yeah. yet? Because I'm trying to. I want to give you a plug. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's all over the place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've seen. We've seen uh, Nick uh, hitting me with the title. His title. Yeah, I did see that. Costing yeah, yeah. me, cost, costing me to lose the. Uh, uh, the world title, the ROH world title. So, uh, so that's up in the air right now. That's okay. my focus. And uh, well, I, I got a bunch of things too. I, I have like a big show coming up uh, uh, with Crash in Mexico, uh, Tijuana. It's gonna be my debut in Mexico. Oh, so nice, they, nice. They, all, they always have seven, eight thousand people. They're always sold out. It's a huge arena. And uh, I think when the Frankenstein music's gonna hit there, it's gonna be pretty wild. So, uh, <laughs> looking forward, very looking forward to Mexico. 
So Jim Johnston yeah. uh, uh, composed your song, right? Yes, he did. Actually, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts on Jim Johnson? Uh, I I think that he should be in the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame. What what are your thoughts on that? I think so. Yeah, he's he's a he's a genius. I he mean, is. He, he composed so many musics or mm -hmm. so many great superstars uh, that he definitely should be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. I'm root, I'm rooting for him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the relationship is with him and Vince McMahon right now, but uh, he should be there for sure. I would imagine it's it's good. He's been <laughs> he's composed hundreds of songs for him. You know, I would. I would oh yeah, for good. thirty years. Yeah, exactly. thirty years. Like <laughs> right. Yeah. And the thing about Jim, he, he, he knows so much about the business. He's not just someone who writes music. He knows the business. Like, yeah. I've had conversation with him where he totally blew my mind with the way he was looking at my character and the way that he wanted the character to evolve, mm -hmm. which I was not able to translate his vision to our wage as much I would love to because if uh, I was open to totally translate his vision for, for uh, the French-Canadian Frankenstein to a ring of honor. But yeah. uh, now, I, it, it, I mean, as happy as I am, uh, I think that character needs so much more work mm -hmm. on yeah. entrance. I mean, this this character is it's the show before the show. Mm -hmm. That that's that that's, that could be the greatest entrance entrance in pro wrestling history. It could be bigger than Undertaker. There's we've we've got me and Destro. We've got ideas. Well, yeah. we need a budget for it, but I mean, I know it's gonna happen. I don't know how and mm -hmm. when, mm -hmm. but people will freak out because they've got a hell of an entrance. I've got a hell of an exit once I win the match. Uh, people. You know, I've never seen anything like that. And I think that's going to totally transform pro wrestling, the way pro wrestling is done. I mean, nice. the match itself, very important. But this is something that is never seen before. That's awesome, man. Good stuff. All right, last question, and I'm going to plug. Uh, see, for some reason, I got a uh, – uh, it, it has been publicized everywhere. I get, I get uh, emails from <laughs> ROH. For some reason, I was thinking – the Crockett Cup, because the Crockett Cup is the nineteenth, and I, I got that confused. Yeah, I, yeah. So you'll be you'll be going against uh, all this at the Supercard of Honor, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. in Lake, that, that's in Lakeland. Okay, yeah, I've been to Supercard of Honor uh, before. Um, so yeah, I, I actually it was funny because when I did uh, media in uh, Orlando uh, for WrestleMania thirty. Three, I went to the Supercard of Honor that year, and the uh, the the main event was the Young Bucks against the Hardy Boys in a ladder match. So it was a uh, pretty pretty oh. good. yes, pretty nice show. Yeah, oh, that's a big building. There, we're probably gonna get like uh, I don't know, ten thousand people or something. It, it's a huge building. Yeah, it was. It was. It's uh, if it's the same. Okay, I think that might be a different building uh, that I went to. I so like... We ran that building last year. We ran that building last year mm -hmm. uh, just on a regular like, tour. 
but for lakes and that you know we got like a lot of new japan guys coming in a little bit like when we did the madison square garden in new york last year mm-hmm. so uh so, so it'd be pretty interesting to see yeah you know uh let me yeah all right uh real quick a few more questions for you before you go uh chris is asking what wrestling legend and hall of famer uh was your inspiration for getting into the wrestling business um Um, i've said it a bunch of times all hogan was uh was a really big uh key point because i went to see wrestlemania one when i was like i was probably 14. At that time and uh it was on closed circuit and i went to see it in montreal it wasn't even like pay-per-view yet it was closed circuit the first you know maybe two or three i would say the first two i don't know so i just had to pay like if i was going to a live show but it was a giant screen the arena mm-hmm. and i was really impacted by hogan uh but in montreal for international wrestling I was really impacted by the Road Warriors. They really oh, yeah. came big, and they really, they really like uh, drew money like crazy. I mean, they they would announce the Road Warriors, and then would, they would sell out. It nice. was not even WWF at the time, and they would sell out the Montreal Forum, eighteen thousand people. Yeah, and yeah. each and every time I was there, I was there. Yeah, and it's not, it was just oh, yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say just their entry. They were the first one to do squash matches. Yep. Uh, in AWA and uh, and just their entrance. Oh yeah, my yeah, all-time yeah. favorite tag team is the Road Warriors. Yeah, I've had uh, a yeah. had Animal on my show. I've actually I actually chatted with him yesterday too. I had him on my show a few years. A ago. A good friend of mine. Yeah, I, I like cool. Him, yeah, know? he's he's cool. Yeah. yeah. Just chatting with him yesterday, so hopefully he'll be on the show uh, again. He 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 said he's you know he he uh, he'd like to come back on the show again. So uh, I, I I look forward to that. All right, last question from Brian: How much longer do you see yourself wrestling? Like I said many times before, it's not even about time for me. It's just about accomplishing myself. You yeah. know uh doing what i knew that i was put on that hurt to do <laughs> uh, and uh it's a burning desire in my heart and you know once i'm done you know what once i accomplish what i always wanted to accomplish like i was telling you you know selling out and doing like buy rates and crazy ratings and, and things like that once i do that uh you know i'll, I'll move on to Something else for sure. The stunt man. <laughs> I, I'm not the type of guy. I, I'm 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 not doing it. I I'm not in the business this business for for the money or the prestige or for being a star or for for this. It's and I'll I'll be totally honest with you guys. Uh, I'm in it for like growing. You know, mm-hmm. I got I I've got to to grow personally in order to achieve what I want to achieve. And when I do that, and then it's, it's time to step up to the next goal. And, and uh, I just, so I don't know if it's gonna take a year or two or three or how much time it's gonna take, but uh, it's all about accomplishments, you know, it's not about the time. Yeah, awesome. 
Well, there's more questions, but I do want to respect your time. So with that being said, uh, I am going to plug this right here, the Supercard of Honor. Um, let me go ahead and enlarge this so people can see uh, the Supercard of Honor. There you go. So <clears throat> the fourth uh, or the 14th edition of the Supercard of Honor, that is April the 4th, 2020 in Lakeland, Florida. It's really fun. I've actually I went to the last Lakeland show, the Supercard show, like I said. Um, so it, it is Saturday, April 4th, and it will be at 7 p.m. Eastern time at the RD Funding Center. Uh, that is 701 Lime Street, uh, 33815 Lakeland, Florida. Uh, and so basically, uh, doors open at 5 p.m. Expected end time is 11 p.m. Uh, and PCO will be competing for the NWA World Championship against Nick Aldis. Do you have, uh, Corey said he's your biggest fan. PCO, I can't believe it. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you? I didn't, he said he's your biggest fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Cool. Yep. Uh, do you have uh, any any closing words to say to Nick Aldis? Uh, if I have any, and do you have any closing? Closing words to say to Nick Aldis. Oh, to Nick Aldis. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I, not really. I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just getting ready for him. I, mean, I just want to take his title. I don't care. <laughs> That's it. That's I ain't I'm got no words. Say. I just want the title. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, once again, PCL. Appreciate you coming on the show again tonight, man. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Thank you very much. Awesome. Anytime, Chris. Thanks well, a lot, man. No problem. But a, 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 anytime, man, just 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 call me. You're you're one of consider you like as a, as a good friend. You know, we just have met you, and I think it was in Columbus, right? And, yes, sir. Uh, so cool, and and Thanks, uh, man. Yeah, like nice guy to talk to, you and you know, on and off the mic, so. This is awesome, and uh, shout to me anytime you need to. For that means for a lot, man. Something big happened in my career. <laughs> uh, no problem. I'm awesome, all, man. I'll make my. Thank you, sir. That means a lot. I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks a yeah, lot. Have a good night. That's cool, man. All right, bye bye. <clears throat> all right, thank you very much. Bye bye. All right, take care. Bye. All right. That's a lot coming from PCO. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the kind words. Definitely, definitely appreciate the kind words, man. Big, big uh, grat debt of gratitude to the uh, Ring of Honor World Champion, or as of this past weekend, the former Ring of Honor World Champion, PCO. All right, y'all. Let's jump into some Super Showdown. Let's jump into some AW Revolution. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, I was looking at the chat, and you guys are talking about my Mario shirt. Yes, it is a Mario shirt. It is Mario. Uh, um, there's one um, tunnel 
thing. And there's another one with the plant, with the chompy plant. And it says, choose wisely. So that is that is my Super Mario shirt. Speaking of shirts, speaking of shirts, speaking of shirts, you know what's about to happen, right? Pancakes and Power Slams merch. I got it for you. I'll do it for you. I got it for you. Uh, look, get your get your pancakes and pan, uh, Power Slams. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. That's a nice segue. I, I, I appreciate that, Brian. Uh, I got your pancakes and Power Slams merch ready for you. This is all you got to do. It's like six bucks a month. Uh, patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. If you are a patron for three months, this is what you get. You get a honorary pancakes and power slams shirt in the color black pancakes and power slams shirt of your own. For those who are patrons for three months, you get your pancakes and power slams shirt. Guess what, though? Guess what? If you become a patron for six months, you get the newly designed merchandise. This is hot off the press. This is only a week old. I debuted this on my show a week ago. You get... The Wrench Mob T-shirt, Wrench Mob, Wrench Mob, Wrench Mob. Oh, man, that is amazing. That is awesome. So, Wrench Mob on the front and on the side, you get the Pancakes and Power Slams logo right there. And on the other side, you get your name right on the sleeve you get your name right on the sleeve that is big that's bigly that is huge <laughs> so you get your wrench mob t-shirt for being a six monther on the pancakes and power slams show so i'm ready to have some fun y'all i'm ready to jump right into this and have a lot of a lot of good fun a lot of uh, good, clean fun. See what we got in the PMP Nation. Uh, <laughs> so Marissa's asking about uh, Goldberg uh, winning the uh, the title. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So might as well just jump right into Super Showdown. I loved Super Showdown. I mean, I loved it. Um, it's. I was a huge apologist for <laughs> for for uh, for Super Showdown. I for those like Marissa who has been uh, a weekly PNP Nation member. Uh, look, 
many people know, most people know, especially if you followed my show, this will be the eighth year coming up. Um, this will be the eighth year coming up. Oh, that's a good one. Hashtag ask Chris, but uh, I do see that question, Brian. That's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. Uh, a funny story with that uh, question too, Brian. Um, yeah, I loved I love Super Showdown. Uh, it for those who know who the, for those who wa- listen to the show and watch the show weekly or have been for any amount of time. This is the 414th episode. It'll be eight years in a few weeks. Actually, we're celebrating our eighth year episode in four weeks time. Four weeks, we will celebrate our eighth year episode. And we have two, two live video guests on the Pancakes and Power Slam show on the eighth year anniversary. So stay tuned for that. Two, two former WWE guys, two former, and those two have also been in TNA. So um that's the hint that you get two for one march 31st i'm super excited eighth year anniversary show uh tuesday night uh two live video so uh, two at the same time so i'm really excited about that uh but i for those who watch the show that you 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 got y'all know that i'm not a wwe apologist i (laughs) I bash WWE quite a bit <laughs> on this show because uh, especially knowing some things that I know now, there's some just shady business a lot of times when it comes to just pushing people and not pushing people. Like I know some personal things. I've talked to some personal people. Like I talk to people personally and I'm not liking it. Um, but it's one of those things that here's the thing. Regard, like, I'm a WWE lifer. Okay, I've been watching WWE for 35 years, just about. I think this has been about 35 years now, 34, 35 years. And there's a lot to complain about the WWE. Trust me, I know. Listen to the, like, many of you, most of you who are (laughs) on right now are weekly uh, listeners, weekly attenders, weekly people that are on this show every week so you know good and well that i've had my choice words to say about wwe product for sure but i am a wwe lifer and i and i would imagine many of those who still complain and watch wwe you're wwe lifers as well all right so here's my here's my here's my gripe about the lifers who complain so much Find something good to come out. So when something actually happens that's good, don't just complain just to complain. And there's a lot to complain about, but when there's a good moment, that's one thing about a lifer. That's the same thing as being a sports fan of a particular team for all of your life. I've been a Tennessee Titans fan since 1996, okay? We got close in 99 we went to the Super Bowl. We were one yard. We were one yard away from from uh, from from having a, a chance of winning. Okay, Kevin Dyson, one yard away. Nineteen ninety nine. That was twenty one years ago. All right. So I've been hanging on for that Super Bowl for a Super Bowl appearance, not a Super Bowl win. So I've been hanging on for that Super Bowl appearance. For 21 years, 
this year. We beat the Patriots, and you know we almost you know we 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 banged against the Chiefs. Had a really good uh, showing against the Chiefs. Chiefs ended up winning the whole thing. So I held on, and I'm still holding on every year. Every year, I hope the Titans win. Hope the Titans win. In my whole lifetime, I've been a I've been a Cleveland Indians fan for a long time. Okay, every year there's a lot to complain about. Just like this year, just like this past year, that we were leading, you know, the AL in our division, just just being one of the top, and then we just started like toward the end, we basically lost our spot in the wild card, and so. Lots to complain about, but guess what? This year, I'm going to be a Cleveland Indians fan. This year, I'm going to be a Tennessee Titans fan. I made a whole live uh, show, an impromptu live Facebook live after Ohio State lost to Clemson. Okay, now with being an Ohio State fan, actually, I'm not. It's not as bad, and it's actually more relieving. Because you know we won a championship in 2014 and in 2002, so in my life in my lifetime we've won two national championships. So it's not as bad. Uh, Duke, I've experienced. Uh, I've been a Duke fan since 1990, so I've experienced uh, like what four national championships: uh, 91, 92, uh, 2014. 2000, uh, I think four. Uh, let me see. Um, Duke basketball national championships. Um, huge. I'm a huge Duke fan. Let's see. Um, let me find out. Let me let me look at the national championships. I do think. That was it, though. I do think I've experienced four national championships for uh, Duke. Um, yeah, so 95, 91, 92, 01, 10, and 15. So I, I've experienced five national championships with the Duke Blue Devils. So that's not as bad. <laughs> that's, not, that's not as bad with Duke, for sure. Uh and and then they went to the championship game uh, in '94, and and lost to uh, Arkansas by just four points, and then uh, only lost to UConn in '99. I remember that game actually. Only lost by three, so it was it was super close. So yeah, I mean, and then our 1990, they went to the national championship game, lost to UNLV. They got blown out by UNLV. I remember that game. That's actually when I started becoming a Duke fan. 1990. Um, so yeah, point being Duke was Duke actually <laughs> makes me happy, happy, the happiest as a, as a fan, cause they, they achieved so much, uh, but Ohio state, they're good. Tennessee Titans haven't won a single national championship, uh, Super Bowl with me as a fan Indian, same thing, haven't won a single, same thing with the Columbus blue jackets. Not a single championship, but the point is I still am a fan the next season. And when there's a good spot, when there's, when there's a good moment, there's a lot to complain about. Same thing. Like I said, with the Tennessee Titans, there's a lot to complain about, but when they're, when the moments are good, celebrate them. And 
WWE has not wavered from what the, the problem the problem is with WWE, a lot of times they're trying to become niche, they're trying to kind of cater to the fans and, and be like super um flip floppy and I'm starting to see too many Canadian destroyers and all that mess. But stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. Your sports entertainment don't waver from being a sports entertainment company. At Super Showdown, we saw sports entertainment. That's what I grew up in the mid-80s to be a fan of. When I was a little kid and I started watching wrestling in the mid-80s, that's when I became see you said you said Jamie, you said try to be a Chicago fan. The Cubs beat the Indians. <laughs> we both were on huge droughts. Uh the Cubs actually break broke that drought. Uh Cubs win. Um so yeah, man. Uh and I again, again, at the bottom the bottom line is this. If you're gonna watch WWE, celebrate the moments when there actually is something good happening. At Super Showdown, we saw sports entertainment. Super Showdown did exactly what it was supposed to be. It's set up, and I made a video about it. Check it out on the Crave Wrestling page if you haven't yet. Matter of fact, it's over a thousand views, like thirteen hundred, over thirteen hundred views right now. Thank you for that. Very uh, supportive of that. Very thankful for that support. Um, but yeah, just at this point, it's sports entertainment. That's what it's all about. And and Super Showdown did exactly what it was supposed to do as far as setting up people to be in positions for the current era to get over. Go people complaining about Goldberg so much. Dude, listen, his sole purpose to win the championship is to put a current talent over. That is the sole purpose of Goldberg winning the championship. People acting like Goldberg's going to be like on SmackDown every week, like leading the pack. Like, no, he, he's going to have a four-week run as the champion. What's up, Elvis? What's up, Mike? Uh, I appreciate y'all joining in. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's going to have he's going to have a soul like uh, Marissa agrees. He's having a soul. His sole purpose is to put over Roman Reigns, a current era. Um, um. Evan sending me something. I don't know. He's, he just sent me something like a minute ago. I don't know. I can't. I can't look at it now. I'm on the show live. We're live, pal. Um. Uh. Come jump on. Let me give you the info. Uh. I think he might be driving or something. I'm not sure. Um. But yeah, the 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 sole purpose is to put over a new, uh, a current era person. And he's not going to be, um, he's not going to be there every week. He's not going to be, uh, thank you, Brian. Exactly. And, and, and people are acting like he's going to be the, the new weekly person doing all the flips of Canadian destroyers. And it's like, come on, man. We have to understand. We have to understand the purpose of this. The purpose of Goldberg being a five-week champion is to 
have that crowning moment at WrestleMania for a current era star to win the title, to be one of the top names. Do you understand? Do people understand? Do the people understand it? And James, I'm going to add, I'm going to add your comment on this here. Cause I was going to talk about Bray Wyatt as well. Thoughts on the fiend and Cena, Chris, it, it has uh, the making of a good match. Another one where the fiend could come out massive. Exactly. Exactly. And guess what? Would the fiend have won at WrestleMania? If the fiend would have obtained, uh, retained the universal championship at super showdown, would he have won at WrestleMania? Nope. He would have lost to Roman Reigns. So, the, the Fiend would have taken an L regardless. That's 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 known. The Fiend would have lost the match regardless. Why not lo- why not lose the match at Super Showdown to have the crowning huge moment at WrestleMania? If I had the chance, if so, if I had the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to lose at Super Showdown and still be protected. People were, people were just glossing over that. He was still protected. He ate three spears and took a jackhammer and popped up after the jackhammer. So obviously Vince isn't burying him or is not done with him and all that crap that people are saying. He's not buried. It was for a purpose. And it actually benefits Bray Wyatt because he would have lost at WrestleMania. Now he's going to beat John Cena. Do we understand that? We have to really grasp that and get out of our feelings, get out of our emotions and say, huh, okay, well, I guess at the end of the day, it actually benefits John Cena. Uh, it actually benefits Bray Wyatt to beat John Cena. Otherwise, we would have got a rumored what? John Cena versus Elias was what the rumor was. John Cena would have had some just random moment. Would have beaten Elias probably. Well, definitely, definitely would have beat Elias, and it just would have been that. Now a John Cena appearance means much more because he actually is going to put a new current era star over. So you have Drew getting over, Roman getting over, the Fiend getting over. Three names of the current era getting over from Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, John Cena. One Hall of Famer, two shoe-in Hall of Famers. That is perfect. (laughs) What else could you ask for? I mean, you have Hogan Rock at WrestleMania 18. You have Zabisco and Bruno, 1980. You have uh, uh, Hogan and Andre, even to an extent. So it, this is the quintessential torch passing moment. Marissa, you know, uh, PG, wrench mob, uh, got it. No, no profanity on the, on the, on the chat. Um, so the thing is, if it's again, exactly, Brian, torch passing, this is a torch passing moment. This is what people have been complaining about for so long. Why you have all the part-timers come in? You need all the part-timers to come in and get all the, the boost, all the ratings. Okay, so guess what? At WrestleMania, oh, no worries, no worries, Marissa. Um, At WrestleMania, you're going to have current era Drew become WWE champion. 
current era Roman Reigns become Universal Champion, current era Fiend beat John Cena. What else could you ask for? Current era Rhea Ripley most likely beat Charlotte, who's a 10-time champion. So you have four names of the current era who's going to get over at WrestleMania 36. Like, this is one of the most... I could listen, go back, go back to the archives of the Pancakes of Power Slam show. This is the what eighth WrestleMania that the Pancakes of Power Slam show have been a part of. Go back to all the other WrestleManias, except for uh 33. I'll put 33 over a lot. Um I I put I, I put 33 over a lot because I liked it because I I liked the whole uh I liked the feel of 33. It was it was it was a good feel to it. But uh I said, you know what? If um if if Taker comes back after 33, because 33 was like number one, 17 is the GOAT. 17 is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. But 33 was up there to me when I was there. I saw it. I loved when Reigns beat Taker, a huge Taker fan, but I like when Roman Reigns beat him. I was like, you know what? If Taker comes back, I'm not going to feel the same way. Uh, it's it's not going to be the greatest of all time again. It's going to like go way down, and that's what happened. Taker came back. First of all, Braun Strowman turned Roman Reigns over in an ambulance after he had one of the most memorable moments in WWE Raw history. It's my yard now. Moment, one of the most memorable moments, one of the biggest jeers. There you go. <laughs> that's, but you you, you kind of squelched that by having him being turned over by Braun Strowman. But it actually helped Braun Strowman. Again, something else people don't realize. We want to be caught up in our, on our, you know, smart mark feelings again here's here's the thing when roman reigns beat taker it was for the purposes of feeding his heat to braun Strowman. but we don't want to talk about that we don't want to talk about that braun Strowman benefited the most from roman reigns beating the undertaker and he's even said it if it wasn't for his feud with roman reigns he wouldn't be where he is now and I totally agree. Roman Reigns was very pivotal in shifting the career of Braun Strowman to become a main event superstar because he started feuding with uh, he started feuding with Roman right after take right after Roman beat Taker. So they had some hard hitting matches. Roman Braun started getting way over by uh, feuding with Roman Reigns. So it actually benefited Braun Strowman got the biggest benefit from. Taker losing at WrestleMania. Braun Strowman might as well have Braun Strowman might as well have beaten Taker at 33 <laughs> because Reigns beat Taker and then gave the heat to Braun. Uh, so again, we don't want to talk about that. We want we want to complain about Roman Reigns. Yeah, shoved down the throat. Okay, so there was a two year drought before he became champ. He won the WWE Championship, didn't even win at WrestleMania 34. And there was a, a two-year drought before he came champ again. So he definitely wasn't shoved down our throats. People like The Miz, Chris Jericho, Daniel Bryan, Big Show, all have super positive things to say. I actually know people in the WWE who says 
much positive things. He's had wonderful matches against AJ Styles, wonderful matches against Daniel Bryan, uh, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, even you know Sheamus, uh, uh, Alberto Del Rio when he was still there, Rusev, you know, put the United States title back on the map. So <laughs> there's really it, it, at this point, it's just like, well, people were going to boo both of them. And you know, I was I was going back and forth on uh, wrestling rumors uh, ab- about that on uh, on the Facebook page, and people were like, "Well, we're we're gonna, you know, we can't stand either one of them, and we're gonna, you know, boo them both." Did you hear the chants on SmackDown? Yeah, uh, you both suck. And I'm like, "Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> First of all, don't allow your brain to think that the minor is the major, and that's the reason why a lot of people." Get so uh, uh, bent out of shape uh, because of things happening within the pro wrestling, uh, you know, arena. Here's the thing: there was a small fraction of people. It, it's funny because people, you know, people want to think what they want to think. It's cognitive dissonance at its finest. Here's what happened at SmackDown: people were like. Well, you saw you. You mean you heard those chants? You did you watch SmackDown? You heard those chants of "You both suck," and I'm like, okay, yes, I did, but it was a f- small fraction of the crowd who said that, and the chant died down after seconds. So <laughs> that goes to show that the majority don't feel what you feel. So, uh, what's up, Mo? You had a stomach ache. Uh, how you feeling, man? Hope you, hope 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 you, uh, uh, feeling better. Hope you're feeling better. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my rant on uh <laughs> on Roman Reigns, uh, and and, and Goldberg. I think it's perfect. I, I think it's a big fight feel. That's what WrestleMania is about. WrestleMania is about the glitz, the glamour, the big fight feel. That's what. It was about, and again, Brian, you were hitting in all cylinders tonight, man. It's still a win for WWE because the crowd was into it. Exactly. This right here is exactly right. It's still a win for the WWE because the crowd was into it, period. And so listen, you can complain all you want, but guess what? You're going to watch the product. You're going to watch. Uh, you, you're going to watch. WrestleMania, <laughs> and it's like, look, you can complain all you want. You know, I've complained plenty of times on the show because the booking is terrible. The storylines are bad. The development of wrestlers are bad. But again, it's the same thing as like I'm a WWE lifer, just like most of us are. And we're going to we're going to say I'm going to cancel the network. No, you're not. I'm not going to watch WrestleMania. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, uh, uh Mo, we're talking about Roman Reigns, uh, Goldberg, and uh, uh, winning the title and Roman Reigns, and how much I support that idea. Um, and so, yeah, at the end of the day, you're going to watch WrestleMania. You're you're not going to cancel the network, and if you do cancel network, you'll pick it back up in a month or two. So, just don't, just don't be so butthurt. <laughs> about about what's going on because personally i'm i'm more excited about this wrestlemania than i have been in 
in years. I mean, like at least a decade, at least a decade. Why? Because Roman Reigns' current era is going to get over. Drew McIntyre, especially, especially Drew McIntyre. The Raw segment was amazing. The Raw segment with him and Brock was awesome. I loved it. I'm loving, listen, I am a big fan of a few things in WWE right now, like a big fan. I'm a big fan of Goldberg winning because I'm a Goldberg fan. He's one of my top 10 of all time, and he's doing it for the purposes of putting a current era star, Roman Reigns, who's also my favorite WWE uh, person. So I'm cool. I'm, I'm happy about that. I don't like the fiend. I don't like his character. He's a heel. I'm not supposed to like him. However, I love the fact that they're going to give him heat. I love it. I love the fact he better win. He better beat John Cena. He better get heat. And so the part, the purpose of getting heat is to pass it over to the baby face. So Bray Wyatt winning at WrestleMania would do just that. And he's a current era guy, and that's exactly what they're going to do with them. They're going to have him have that big quality win against John Cena. Six years ago, they went against each other at 30 in New Orleans, and Cena won. Here's Bray Wyatt's retribution. We saw it with uh, Bray Wyatt, and we saw it with Rusev. They were main event names, you know, one of the highest push names. Went against John Cena at uh, WrestleMania, and this is what happened. Oh, <laughs> they got yanked back uh, because of that. Now, Bray Wyatt has an opportunity six years later to say, you know what? I'm going to get my retribution. And, and the storyline really writes, really speak, can write itself. It really, really writes itself because um, Bray's talked about. <clears throat> um, Daniel Bryan, he starts showing older stuff, you know, and I think the storyline speaks for itself. It's perfect. It's a, it's a perfect arc that that's, it's almost foolproof. Now WWE has done a very bad job with, uh, with fooling foolproof <laughs> stuff, but I think this, um, I, I think that this really has an opportunity to really write for itself um, because it's perfect. The only thing you have to do is play, you know, the whole hurt heel thing. He's kind of, he's the fiend because, you know, he's, he's kind of, um, going back and forth in his mind and all that. Like, and you can definitely say what's going on, Rodney. Good. To, good to see you, brother. Um, it's easy to say it's, it's, it's a perfect storyline. Perfect. Because essentially what you could do, you can start playing um, older stuff from six years ago, you know, from WrestleMania. He beat he beat me at WrestleMania. I want my retribution. I, he can do all of that. It's easy to do that. And then he wins. And someone actually beat a new person, a new current era star would actually beat John Cena at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, so that's huge, man. And then let's talk about Rhea Ripley, one of the hottest names in all of WWE right now, one of my favorites in NXT, and she'll beat Charlotte Flair. 
keeper title she'll be over so you really are in the makings at the end of wrestlemania you really are in the makings of having four current stars be uh, made or made even more that is exactly what y'all wanted right <laughs> that's exactly what y'all wanted so i really don't understand the point of complaining so glad i had the, I, i'm glad i had my show to to get that out all right let's start let's talk about revolution uh i know that's a, a lot of y'all's uh thing uh was revolution revolution was a solid pay-per-view i liked it um yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I really enjoyed the Bucks versus uh, uh, um, Kenny Omega and uh, Adam Page. I, I enjoyed that match. Um, good story with MJF and Cody. I did like that. Um, I mean, the crowd went banana uh, bananas with Moxie and Jericho, so I'll give them that. I'm, I, I've never... I've never been a Moxley guy. Just personally, never been a Moxley guy. Um, yeah, my favorite my favorite match of the night was uh, was the Bucks versus Page and and um, and Omega. That was a really really good uh, really good match. Uh, Cassidy and Pac. Yeah, I mean, you know, served his purpose, right? Um. Wasn't a big fan of uh, Dustin. And here's the thing. I like Dustin Rhodes. I, I've been a Gold Dust supporter, Dustin Rhodes supporter for a long time. But Dustin Rhodes is 50 years old. And Goldberg is 53 years old. <clears throat> y'all chant go, y'all chant Dustin, but y'all boo Gold Dust. I mean, a Goldberg. You chant 50-year-old Dustin, but you Boo, 53-year-old Goldberg, and then Taker turns 54, He's uh, and you chant Undertaker when AJ comes out, who's 44. I don't get the logic. <laughs> I don't understand the logic. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, just it's weird to me. I think you know, Taker be fifty five before WrestleMania. He was born in sixty five, I believe. AJ was born in seventy seven, if I'm not mistaken. Was it seventy seven or seventy six? I think it was seventy seven that uh, AJ was born. Uh, yes, seventy seven. So he's twelve years younger than the Undertaker. But you chant for the fifty five year older, and not the forty. 43 year old or AJ will be 44 this year. So the 55 year old, yes, but the 44 or the 43, he'll be 43. He's born in 77. The 43 year old, no, but the 55 year old, yes. Swagger's uh, or Hager's, what, 36? Um, <laughs> so what let me let me do the let me do the math here i think i think hager was is born in 83 or 84 82 so the 37 year old no but the 50 year old yes 
the 37 year old no but the 50 year old yes but you call the 53 year old oldberg but you chant the 50 year older and then the 55 year older you cheer him over the 43 year okay i don't get it <laughs> i really don't understand I don't get it. And the and the 53 year older is champ to help the 34 year older. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Roman Reigns is what? 34 now? Uh yes, 34. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly, Brian. <laughs> I'm confused now. I don't get it. You got the 50, you boo the 53, you cheer the 55, and then you cheer the 50, but you called the 53 old, but cheer the 55 against the 42. But cheer the 50 against the 37. Okay, <laughs> that's fans for you, buddy. That's uh, that's fans. <laughs> so that goes to show uh, how important it is to build characters, uh, build build good good guys, and build really venomous, vile, ven venomous bad guys, and that's what will happen. So, um, but yeah, AEW was solid. Um. Yeah, I mean the tag match really stood out to me more than anything. Uh, that that really stood out to me for sure. Um, like I said, never been a I've never been a Moxley guy. Just sorry, just never been a Moxley guy. Just I mean, it's not bad. He's not bad. He give him the title. He you know, well done, well done, Moxley, well done. I I I appreciate. I appreciate Moxley winning the championship. The crowd was bananas in Chicago. I get it. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Uh, personally, it just didn't like, I, I didn't mark out for it or anything like that. I knew he was going to win, but um, it just really didn't too much. It just didn't do too much for me, honestly, because I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm meant characters, man. Listen, I'm a traditional wrestling fan. At the end of the day, no matter where you go, you're going to end to good guys versus bad guys. Because, uh, because listen, wrestling is not real. It's choreographed. It's comic book characters come to life. It's staged. It's pre-planned. The punches aren't real. Shh. The punches aren't real. <laughs> like, we need to get back to that, okay? We need to understand that this art form we call pro wrestling or sports entertainment, if someone is, when you see a punch, it's not a punch, okay? Because if someone punched me in the face, I would punch them. I would knock them out. So <laughs> the chops are real. Yes, they want to, you know, they want, <laughs> right, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling the secret. The punches are real. Pro wrestling is choreographed. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, 
we got to get back to that. And what suspends our disbelief? Investing in characters. And so that's why that's why Chris Jericho is is the best character in AEW. I appreciate Jericho. I appreciate Pac, you know, because they're really good heels. They people love to hate them, and that's exactly what a heel should be. And guess what happened with Moxley? People were booing Jericho, and the bigger the boos got for Jericho, the bigger the cheers got for Moxley. So when Jericho won, there was some inner circle trying to interfere. Hager hit him, Guevara. Like, that's what happened. He were he was getting heat. The bigger the heat was, the bigger the pop is. Whoa, that's professional wrestling. And that's characters. And that's the importance of characters. And so Jericho is a great character. He's an excellent heel. Guess what? People cheer Roman Reigns more than they ever have. Why? Because Baron Corbin is the best heel in the WWE. Whoa! The same Roman Reigns that we've been booing for years? Since his singles run started in 2014? The same Roman Reigns? Well, wait a minute. Why are we cheering him now? <laughs> we we start booing him a few months after he announced that he came back from uh, leukemia. Come on now, like people, Evan and I were there in New Jersey last year. People were booing Roman Reigns. And this was mere weeks after he said, he, like, he, this was mere weeks after he said that he was back from, I'm in remission, y'all. <laughs> he said that. He, mere weeks after he said that he's in remission and he's back, he, he, he fought leukemia and he beat leukemia. He beat cancer. Mere weeks after, he didn't do anything. Like, he didn't do anything bad. He actually had Drew McIntyre try to, uh, try to ruin the show, set up a match for WrestleMania. Mere weeks after that, people started booing him for reasons undetermined. <laughs> <laughs> just because but guess what baron corbin comes in the scene people hate baron corbin and roman reigns gets cheered now more than he's ever been cheered in his singles career why because he's going against the good heel same thing when he uh in the past, last summer when he was feuding against shane mcmahon people hated shane mcmahon People were booing Shane McMahon. They were cheering Roman Reigns. Not because of anything he did, which they should have, but not because of Roman Reigns per se. It's because the heels were so good that they started cheering Roman. And that's what it's all about. That's what people, that's that's how we get intrigued in the pro wrestling. That's how we get excited about pro wrestling because of that dynamic. And guess what? That dynamic will never go away because at the end of the day, this is all staged. <laughs> so we so we know we know the, the wrestlers know they look at a board <laughs> and they look at they look at a board. You see that board right there? They look at a big board backstage 
and they look at the results. <laughs> they, they come in and they look at the matches and they look at the results and they talk either. They, they say, okay, well, here's the match. I'm supposed to go over. This is how we're supposed to, this is how we're going to do the match. They'd say that, or they're going to say, we're going to call it on a fly. Ric Flair, he was a calling on a fly guy. Randy Savage, he was a big meticulous move by move guy. Same thing with Ricky Steamboat, move by move. But Flair on the other hand, no, we're going to call it on a fly. So that's how they have their conversations. But they know who's going to win. The purpose is they know, but we don't know. So they're supposed to allow us to make it seem like they don't know. This is Wrestling 101, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so uh, good comments here. Let's see. Yeah, Baron got real heat. Uh, Antoine says, um, even me, I never dislike a heel before, but Baron, he really irked me. See, look, and that's the thing. If you're a good heel, it don't matter if you it don't matter if I want to like you. I'm going to still dislike you right there. That makes you a really good heel. And you know what? As many people want to crap on JBL and, I, you know, he's done some crap worthy stuff. JBL was a good heel. He was a he he was a very, very good heel. So. um. Yeah, Baron almost has that old school heat where fans wants to rush into the ring again. Again, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, Marissa said he, <laughs> she's never heard me so opinionated before. You know what? I, I had to I had to preach a little bit, okay? I had to get into my pulpit, if you will. And I had to kind of refresh the, ref, I had to refresh the people. I had to refresh the people about what we what we enjoy about this thing called wrestling is not because the punches are real it's not because the kicks are real it's because in our lives in our minds dag on it the characters are real <laughs> we want the good guys to win and the bad guys to lose and that's what wrestling is all about we've gotten so kind of disjointed of what wrestling is we don't watch wrestling. Like, do you understand? Do you understand? Let me watch, 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 watch this. Watch this. We actually listen. We actually turn our TV on. Men, men, grown men like myself with a wife and three kids. <laughs> we actually turn the TV on to watch men in underwear <laughs> with nothing on but underwear doing choreographed moves something better keep us keep watching something better hook us something better better keep us driving because you gotta, like do you get that me me married wife three kids about to be a doctor in a few months every week i turn on the tv to half naked Three-fourths naked man <laughs> competing against other three-fourths naked man <laughs> in our television screens. And I know, I know that the moves aren't real. 
come on now. We got to kind of get back into <laughs> what we understand and what we appreciate about professional wrestling. So big ups to Chad. Chris is the real people's champ. <laughs> so, yeah, he agrees. Um, <laughs> right. Dang, people get me. People get me all the time. Remind me that I watch men in underwear doing fake moves. Exactly. <laughs> right. So we got to get back to why we endorse this. Like we're endorsing naked, you know, man in underwear going against other men in underwear doing fake moves. And we have to kind of appeal that to the masses. <laughs> so it's like, uh, that's why kayfabe is something. That's why we have to, we're defending kayfabe. We're not defending men in underwear competing against each other. We're defending kayfabe. And when kayfabe goes away, we don't have much to defend here. Come on now. <laughs> when kayfabe is over with, we say, uh, well, we enjoyed man and underwear fake fighting what's wrong with that <laughs> that's that, that's what we're defending if kayfabe goes away so without further ado the man evan tech proud how are you tonight sir all right ain't feeling the best my throat is jacked up the illuminati you saw my video. throat is jacked up what a tear am i Yes, I had mighty Russian winds like the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah, I sent man. you the video like 20 minutes ago. How it went off four times. Good thing I just got off air. Tearing my eye from allergies. Something in the mountains all week. Throw this jacked up, but it's fine. I heard wrestling number one. I heard church. Yes. People booing old bird with yeah. a chain 50 year old natural dust of road. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, it makes no sense. I, I'm trying to understand. And 55 year old The Undertaker, by the way. Yeah, Check 55 Undertaker. So I'm trying to understand the, the hypocrisy and logic of wrestling. You boo Goldberg, but you cheer Dustin. Then you kind of boo Taker, but you have boo Taker, but you like him. And then there's no authority because Roman Reigns could just download DLC and say, I'm next. And that's so now he's number one contender. Yeah. Moxley can just be the renegade and he wins the title. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Where is the where's the authority? No. People can just download and make matches or what have you, but <laughs> right. I'm here. Um yes, you know, I'm, I'm fighting through the allergies and these these brand wins and these this rain. Mm -hmm. It was good to see here. So Mo, the AEW lover, I'm sure. He thought revolution was the greatest thing since the invention of the world and sliced right. bread. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, so Brian wants to. Uh, so he's he's re he's reminding me what was my what would be my ring name be? What would my ring name be? Let me find the original question. Um, yeah, the <laughs> the one tough guy in the mean. <laughs> uh, let me find your question, Brian. It's way up here. Um, what's going on, guys? 
Let me see where your question is. It was a good one. I got into my pulpit. Did you, um, I heard. Yeah, I got did into you cover, my pulpit. Did you yeah. cover all the revolution yet? PMP Church, man. Sure. <laughs> PMP Church. Church. Uh, no, I, I cover revolution uh, mostly. Um, again, hashtag Axe Chris. Uh, also, if you have questions for Evan as well, hashtag Ask Evan. Uh, oh, I, I can't find. I can't find. Um, the question is way up here, but what Brian was asking, uh, what my ring, what would my ring name be? Um, if I was to be a, a, a WWE or a pro wrestler or a WWE guy, uh, it would be uh, Axeman. That was my big, that was my big name. I, I um, Axeman, A X E M A N, <clears throat> and uh, that was my name, like as a, like when I was playing like Raw and at like WWE Attitude and. Then I started playing No Mercy, and they had a character named Axeman on yeah, my attitude. Yeah, <clears throat> and so I, 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 and that was like '99 <clears throat> or something like that, '98. And so <clears throat> I used that Axeman, and then I got WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy. No Man, Mercy. Right my my two sons, seven and five. They play No Mercy every single day on 64. They love No Mercy. Fifteen, <clears throat> what? Twenty years later, they are still um, huge fans of No Mercy. Have you introduced in the Revenge of World Tour? Uh, nope. You know what? Because I, I lost, I lost most of, I, I lost every single <clears throat> one of my 64 games except for. I got those. I mean, I'm at the. I, you know, I have connections in there. I have to get you get, get my little, my little nephews a little copy. Yeah, and get them WCW versus the world. They love it, and so like, it's funny because uh, my my um, five year old, uh, they're all you know all my kids. You know they they love Jesus and are good good Christian uh, kids, <clears throat> but uh, you know kids are kids. You know, and, and they have their days uh, just like adults. Um, and I gave. Ian, my, my middle one, my, my youngest son, my middle child, I gave him an incentive. I said, you know what? If you're if you're good, and this is last year at daycare, he'll, he'll be in kindergarten uh, next year, right. next uh, uh, school year. So I said, you know what? If you're good for one, one week, five days, five straight days, you would be able to play wrestling again because we took some wrestling restriction away from him. This dude was like an angel. The, oh, uh, the entire week because I said wrestling's going away and as soon as uh, you, you're good for a week you'll get to play wrestling again and so he like he killed it like the whole week at daycare and he was like yeah this is my fifth straight day I get to play wrestling <laughs> and so uh, yeah that, I'm telling you wrestling uh, you know what if I had a I've thought about like Doing some type of study, like because you know, I'm about, I'm about to be a doctor in psychology. Right. I'm thinking about doing a study of some sort of writing a paper, or an article, like a peer review journal about the benefit of pro wrestling to children. And, um, and and, and I know for me, it kept me out, me out of a lot, you got it too. 
Man, it kept Thank me out wrestling, a lot of trouble. Video games. Yep. I made great business speeches on pro wrestling. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And same thing, you know, with my kids, man. It's like it gets them out of a lot of trouble because it becomes an incentive. It, it becomes an incentive for them, and it's, it helps them a lot. That's great. Uh, got some good questions here. Marissa's asking uh, me what my thoughts and your thoughts, Evan, on Undertaker winning the trophy. See, that was one of the things, you know, like I said, I have a lot of good things to say about Sh- Super Showdown. That was probably my biggest critique. If if the if the plan was to do Taker AJ, don't just waste it. A, don't waste a loss from ta- from AJ like that. Because what? Because at the end of the day, um, thanks, Jamie. Uh, yeah, man, that's motivation to do it. Actually, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll do. Uh, to 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 do the studies. I think yeah, I, I think that's something I, I most likely would do. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was my biggest critique about Super Showdown, because at the end of the day, like Alistair Black took the 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 brunt of all this, because Styles gave him his first singles loss on Raw, and it was I understand they were trying to protect him. He beat Anderson and Gallows. I get that, but at the end of the day, it was still a bad. Uh, and I get the fact that they're no, trying to make AJ a stronger name. I get why they did it all, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, it's like don't use Aleister Black in that. Like, don't use someone who wasn't really he, he didn't have many marks on him. You know, main roster marks. You know, right. I mean, he he really didn't have the battle scars that someone like yeah. Apollo Cruz has. You know what I mean? And it's, right. so he really didn't have the battle scars that, uh, and he didn't need he didn't need them right now. Uh, he needs to look protected. He needs to look like a star. He didn't need to be all battered and wounded. You know, and I think that was a battle scar moment on Monday. <clears throat> I, think it, I think it hurt him and. Uh, he did it to to make AJ look better, but the same, but the same time, it's like it wasn't necessary. And at the yeah, end okay. of the day, it's like they could have saved, ideally, and it would have had the same impact. Ideally, what they could have done is they could have made AJ look like a star by winning the trophy. I think AJ should have won the trophy. I think he should have just beat Mysterio. I mean, there was. I think you should have just had a regular match between AJ and Mysterio. It would, have, it would have been amazing and have AJ win at the end and then say, I'm the best. There's no one who can beat me. There's no other era. You cut a promo after you beat Ray and have the trophy. And then that's when you have Undertaker come out. I think it was bad booking to say, okay, we beat up Mysterio and then Taker beat up Anderson and Gallows, and then Taker comes out and then choke slams AJ. That takes a lot of the um the luster away from it. If you mm-hmm. if if Taker already beat Styles by one choke slam, now and again, I get it. I, I get it. It's a heel. He wasn't ready. It was it, it's it's easy to recover from that promo-wise from a heel. That's why I always say heels are meant to lose. Like heels are built to lose. That's that's what heels do. So I get it and I understand that. But I think you could have made an adjustment by 
not having AJ lose to a choke slam. I, again, I get it. it. He wasn't ready. It was he turned around. I, I get all the nuances, and I'm not right. really, I'm not really banging on the nuances too much. But at the end of the day, I think it would have been better if AJ would have picked up the win against Mysterio, just a clean match, and then cut the promo heel, and then get the rub. You know, um, he would have got the rub from Mysterio, and then get the spot from Taker. So, right. Yeah. And then after that, what would happen was AJ would have been upset that Taker came out and ruined his moment. It would have been more like a, yeah. I want retribution from Taker from ruining my moment. than Taker already beat me <laughs> with the choke slam, yeah. but now I want a match against him. It, 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 you know, who who asked that question? I appreciate it, but Marissa. Um, Marissa is is like you ever go to Burger King, order fries, and just get that one onion ring. It's like okay, it's nice, and that's it. No, <laughs> no one. How many times have we watched Saudi Arabia? These makeshift downloadable content trophies. It doesn't matter. Mandor, whatever his name is, Mandor. One one of them. Mansoor, yeah, every, Mansoor every won. Yeah. He won. He did the greatest Royal Rumble. No one cares. You don't care. Then you got a, a trophy. You can't say the name of it. A Tondi, whatever it's called. It just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. What is the motivation? Take your being a AJ, uh, uh, Addison and Gallows. You know, get friends with AJ. So it it doesn't make sense. No. You're trying to re, 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 you're trying to force us to care about AJ against Taker. <clears throat> no, and, and then he lied to us to your dream man. I shut up. The dream <laughs> man who asked to see AJ against Taker? No one. Nobody. No, no, nobody. It's like when AJ went against Cena. They was they was putting that down our throats. So your dream match. No one yeah, I right. know. No one ever wanted to see AJ <laughs> and Cena either. It was AJ and Orton. We wanted to see that. So now it was like, okay, we gotta. I keep forcing AJ down your throat. Yep. You don't care. Take your look out of shape. Yeah, you yeah. with one move. It's like Dragon Ball Z. You beat somebody, freezes you to one beam, you die, you come back to life. It, 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 it is it's stupid. <laughs> Did he even grab the trophy? No. Right. Exactly. He just walked away. It can remind me of like the you know how no mercy you had like four options like you had the character with like four different outfits right right right. so if you just push the right button you just you'll, you'll go to a different outfit take it reminded me of <clears throat> like you play no mercy you go to the undertaker and you get the outfit with him with the hat and the robe on. Right. <laughs> like he, and that's the outfit that he comes out to. And that's exactly what happened. Like he literally he didn't even take day. his coat off. He didn't even take his he didn't even take his hat and, he, and coat off. You lost to a man with a church hat a and a four year old man, almost fifty-five year old man with his hat and his attire. Still, right, with his inches of tie, still on 54, <laughs> much 55, one choke slam. But somehow we're supposed to get excited about Taker AJ. And to be honest with you, I, I, I'm I'm totally, uh, as you saw on this show, 
I have a lot of positive things to say about WrestleMania 36. This is one of the negative things I have. This to say. match will be like last year in New forward. York. Yeah, I'm not. You looking saw it. This match is going to be like Reigns against Drew last year, yeah. like Shane against Taker, Helen and so. No one cares. It's going to be a bathroom break. Let me get some merchandise. Let me get a snack. Once we see Taker take 80 years to go down to the ring, yeah. pull his eyes in the back of his head, and take another three minutes to take his hat off and his coat, I'm going to get a snack. Yeah. And and I, you know what? I agree. I, I agree with We're you. We're both going to get out, believe. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the the aura, the allure of Taker coming out of WrestleMania. Right. Now, now here's the problem though. <clears throat> uh See, I, I think it'll be good for this year because it's in Tampa and it, because it's East Coast time. But I'm we'll see with, I, I'm wondering with things like the Fiend next year in LA, Taker next year in LA, like how they they, they have to book them right because at 31, they jacked up Bray, they jacked up Sting. And it just, it was terrible. It was terrible. How in the world can you <clears throat> on the daylight if you're st- staying? Oh, you wait. <clears throat> we, we better not see the good old son. Yeah. If exactly. they can come out. It, it take, it's, uh, don't want to get me started. We're gonna be in, and it's in LA next year. And that's going <laughs> to yeah. be outside again. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So, I mean, no one cares about the Where is the trophy? That is, no one cares. Right. Go back to the trophy warehouse. Saudi. <laughs> it's Saudi. Just so like the. Braun Strowman chipped the uh oh the, yeah oh, the green belt back <laughs> the, the the greatest world rumble championship and you know it's so funny because uh the the the, the uh original plans for was for him to actually start carrying that title and then they dropped it they they stopped they 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 nixed the idea of him actually carrying the title around so that was interesting and, and like my cousin said why is in Saudi Arabia every time it's always a DLC Person went in, just downloadable. Shane, Shane won the World Cup thing. Mm-hmm. He just downloaded and replaced. Was it Ziggler? Whoever you replaced? Yep. Uh, if you don't, where's that? Who did you replace? Miz, uh, it was. Uh, Miz. <clears throat> yep. What? Taker, yep. just out the blue wins. Since when does Taker really care about any titles? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right. Cool. So we have about ten minutes left. So let's jump into these. Real quick, Marissa, EC. Um, actually, we're going to do predictions on that um, uh, real quick after the headlines. And uh, Ryan asked also real quick, <clears throat> how long do I? Uh, how long do we see Roman and Drew keeping the belts? Uh, I think both. I can see both of them to at least SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. And then the fans will be mad. They're going to bull Reigns like they always do. Forgetting the fact that Reigns has been out of the title picture for over two years. Right. Right. He hasn't even made invented anything. Right. Right. And and, and by the way, I know, I know, it's kind of the the, the guilty pleasure. If Goldberg and Reigns main event mania, the bulls you will hear, they will get bulled away. it'll, It'll be Drew and Brock. They're going to have that. Yeah, yeah, let's let's hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Let's hope so. I might Roman Reigns my favorite WWE. I might boo Reigns if if it's. I'm telling you, said I I just got off my show and said this. My my stepmama told if Goldberg and and Roman Reigns main event mania, 
is you was there with me in New Orleans. It's going to be when Brock fought Reigns and no one cared. People saying with the beach balls. Remember the beach balls? They got mad. No one cared. People got up and left. So let's praise Drew. Drew against um, Brock. And I like the little three T one thing he does. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be. I can see it. It has to be. All right, real quick. Uh, let's do this one. Who is the only female cruiserweight champion in WWE history? Who was the only female cruiserweight champion in WWE uh, history? Only female cruiserweight champion in double double E as uh said that. Oh, oh yeah. Who does the movies now? Yeah. I love double double, double E. e. He's jacked now, man. Yeah, he does movies. Yeah, Oleg. Speaking of things not changing, look at this, guys. Who did he see on this cover? Who did we see? Uh, uh, Goldberg and Lesnar. This is from 2003. Mm. What were we all doing in 2003? And these are your current world <laughs> champions yep. of the double double E. Double double Goldberg E. Goldberg. And Brock, which will not even be an elimination chamber this Sunday, you're probably gonna be watching it at home, yes. like we will be. Yep. Thirteen. <laughs> Ivory, no. Lita, no. Jazz, no. China, no. Jacqueline, yes. Good job. Good job, Antoine. Mo, you actually know WWE trivia. Double double A. I thought Mo was on AEW now. <laughs> right, right, right. You know some What was the first match of the first event, the first day in 2019? <laughs> and where so was the location? <laughs> what was the first word that Tony Giovanni said on that day? <laughs> what was the, the first color, the first light that shined right. on Donna right now? Right, right, right. Like, you know, what were the ring ropes and the turnbuckle colors of the location of the event? And what, what, what was the first, first commercial, <laughs> the first word? What was the last camera angle shot of the yeah. last dynamite? <laughs> right. I'm thinking of you, Mo. AEW <laughs> Mo. Uh, he said he's a true WWE fan. Yeah, no. Most good We just, we just. Uh, What's our man that was it? Elvis the beat to be coming up with the uh, the crappy booking. Yeah. Let's see, like Rey Mysterio against Brock. Yeah, for, like, uh, 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 yeah uh, for for the Universal Championship. Right. I'd like to see, uh, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, right. For, <laughs> versus, uh, um, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Mojo. Uh, who's the announcer's name? Byron Sachs. Byron <laughs> yeah. All right, real quick, y'all. We're going to zoom through these. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Headlines. Here we go. got Kevin Nash lobbying for Eric, Eric Bischoff to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm totally on board with yeah. that. Bischoff should 
absolutely be in the <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer. Are, are you kidding me? Why um, is he not in the NWO? Why is X Pac in it? I agree totally. It should be Bischoff, you know, all good buddy, the boss horse Bischoff, Hogan Hall and Edge. I totally agree. And it, to me, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, it, it should be if they have a fourth person. I mean, no disrespect to Pac, you know, uh, he's, like, he's in the Hall of Fame, though. Like, if you think of like the list of the two time Hall of Famers, you got Booker T, you got Sean Michaels, Rick Flair, Hollywood, Hawk Hogan now, and, and Hawk Hogan, you got the nature boy, Rick Flair, the nature boy. Uh, you, you, you've got all those names, and then you have. X-Pac. Oh, wait a minute. So it's like, oh, I, it's oh, a, just I, wait. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge supporter of Pac being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so much times. Pac deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I was super happy that they actually chose him to be a part of Generation X. However, it's, uh, I would imagine Pac, you know, kind of at least considering what I'm saying here, if he would listen to this. There's an elite class of two timers because if you make something so common, it loses its luster, it loses uniqueness. And so having Pac in, in the Hall of Fame twice as uh in exchange of having Eric Bischoff in there once, you know, with the NWO with the NWO, it just makes no sense of how that actually came about. It just seems like it's a Triple H move. They just want to click. The it game. is. It is. It, oh, oh, and you just wait. You just wait to the next three, four years. Yeah. It's going to be a revolution. Yeah. First time. Triple H. I can see that happening. I can see you know being a three-time Hall of Famer. I can see him going in with Evolution. I can see, and then he'll be a fourth time. He'll be a four-time Hall of Famer with going in with another incarnation of the Horseman. <laughs> so he'll, he'll be in. Number with Ted Paul Roma. Yeah, Paul yeah, Roma. Yeah, he'll go. Yeah, he'll go in with. Uh, he'll go with them, and then he'll go in with uh, Dean Malenko. Yeah, he'll go in with Mongo. He'll add Mondo. Yeah. Uh, Fat Barry Wendell before yeah, he lost Barry, weight for the Barry, third time. Green, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. All right, let's uh real quick. Uh Tito Ortiz interested in coming into the WWE. Now, uh first of all, kudos to Tyson Fury for being unashamed of the gospel. Uh huge. Uh, you know, I, I love that. Um so, you know, WWE likes the celebrity. Uh, they they like the celebrity feel, and you know you can't blame them. That's the that's the best way to brand yourself is to cross over. You know, I mean it's Ronda Rousey. It, it it worked. Tito Ortiz, I wouldn't give him a title or anything like that. You know, I would be interesting in him. Whoever's like a shoot fighter right now, I'd be interested in him. Yeah, I'd imagine, I'd imagine like him and Lashley would be would be pretty dope to see. They're gonna put him against Brock. You already know. Any yeah, to come in. I'm not interested in Tito versus Brock, though. I'm just. Not, you know, I don't care either. But you know, it's gonna be 
I mean, he has the biggest name in Tyson Fury just for historical value. You know, ESPN is going to Yeah, but not nowadays, though. Like, Tyson, yeah. like, he's up there. He's like, yeah, one Tyson is. Especially since he beat Deontay, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, he, yeah he knocked that boy down. Deontay Wilder, uh, <clears throat> um, you know. I mean, for, for historical purposes, though, you know, the UFC stuff, you know, the Disney thing, and then the Fox, Tito and T. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget, guys. Tito Ortiz was in Impact for like a week and a half. Was yep, sure was. With Rampage Jackson and Adam Pacman Jones. Yeah. And so, don't even get me started. Him and Truth, Pacman and Truth won the tag titles, I believe. With the worst theme song in history. <laughs> uh, oh man, it was. Um, yeah, he won it. <clears throat> It was tag team titles. I think they won. Um, speaking of that, man, watch if you haven't yet. Anyone who's watching this, uh, if you haven't yet, watch our troops. Um, yeah, held the promotions tag team championship once. Yep. Um, but when Jan- when Jones's football team refused him permission to perform in the ring, um. Rashid Lucius Creed was that as a third man for the team's title defenses. Uh, and of course that that's uh Xavier Woods. Um <clears throat> but yeah, uh if you haven't watched our troops documentary yet, the 24-7, watch it. It was incredible, absolutely incredible stuff. Yeah, I need to watch some of this. It was really, really good. Yeah, and the ruthless uh, aggression uh series. Uh yeah, I've watched all of that one too. That was really good. Uh it's Austin's interview with show was pretty good too. Hey, it's um, sad, man. That that yeah. that that era with so many people just gone. Yeah, it is gone yep. now. Yep. Uh, all right, latest on the Hardy Boys, real quick. Matt uh, is not resigning. Um, so a lot of people, you know, some dark order um, type of teasers again. I'm not really sold on Matt Hardy being the leader of the Dark Order because he's such a good, you know, baby face with the woken stuff. Um, again, I say, I mean, you know, he, he's, he's pushing 50. He ain't got much left in the tank. You know, wh- why are you, why are you taking bumps? If you're having an opportunity to, you know, rub shoulders with Shawn Michaels and triple H and build up new stars, you know, uh, in NXT, that's my personal opinion on it. Um, cause I don't, I really don't see, I mean, they're not going to push Matt Hardy to a main event level, you know? So, um, I just I I think Luke Harper would benefit more, much more from being the leader of the Dark Order. I think so. But yeah, yeah, I, I think um, so. But the longest well, man is creative because I, I don't. But the thing is, I don't see people booing Matt Hardy though. Like I like Matt, especially with his Woken stuff. Nah. You know, he owns the Woken stuff, so it, we'll probably see Woken again. Like that's. Creative, that's genius. Like I would delete him. (laughs) He's gonna delete stuff. Yeah, exactly. When he when he starts doing delete, like fans are gonna cheer that. And and the dark order is no one likes the dark order and their fake punches. Like no one likes the dark order. And so it's cool though. It'll be really really weird though. Hey, I'm not much for him, but but vignettes are pretty cool. They yes, I agree. Uh, I like evil Uno, but. But you know, people just—people it, it, don't like, in general, people don't like the Dark Order, and they're like a project gone bad. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just 
him being a leader of a group that are meant to be heels and no one likes and no one he's going to get cheered it just doesn't make sense as far as jeff is concerned WWE's bringing him back he was on backstage they're bringing him back um and you know at this point they're not really sure of what they're going to yeah so um i don't see him uh lasting he's gonna be the next challenger for uh, the U.S. title, or the IC title. Yeah, well, the, yeah. What's what's on the yeah, the IC titles on SmackDown now? Yeah, so yeah, not much with him. Uh, I, I think Jeff, you know, should have an NXT spot too. As far as producer uh, Matt and Jeff, I, I think that would be cool. So, all right, let's jump into the flavor of the week. We got like two minutes left. Let's do this. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right. So the flavor of the week this week is the worst WrestleMania other than WrestleMania 9. So we're going to do a fan's choice. Y'all let us know what the worst WrestleMania was other than WrestleMania 9. This might might be a two-weeker because... A lot of people say uh, 16, WrestleMania 2000, but I, I, yeah, yeah, I I was cool with, I I got one, WrestleMania 11. Oh, with LT? That was bad. bad. I agree. (laughs) That was pretty bad. What was that WrestleMania? What was that full card for WrestleMania 11? Oh, man. Uh, it was. It's hard for me to think uh, anything else. I mean, it was good for Bam Bam. That was his biggest moment. But I mean, for, someone, for someone who they never gave the title any title to, he never won a championship. Yeah. In the Ru- WrestleMania was getting someone to the Star Trek thirty. Yeah, all numbers was horrible. Thirteen wasn't that good either. Uh, was it for Austin? Ally Powers defeating the Blue Brothers. I remember. Oh, I remember man. that. I remember that. Man. Song, yeah. I, you know, I love that thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they have the Bulldogs uh national That's funny because like Lex Luger was always straining so off with bicep baby boys off like Lex Luger's like oh man <laughs> <laughs> we get on some of that mm. but I love that theme song though <laughs> That's one of my favorite theme songs of the uh, 1990s <laughs> because it was yeah. something so just uh, electronic, just you know, just, just the riffs, you know, yeah. just like super hard. <laughs> I loved it. I'll probably listen to it right after uh, we get off the show. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a bad one. What else I got real quick? Uh Brian said 13. Uh 13, Brian says. Um 13. Sid and Taker, Austin and Brett. What was uh okay? Um Taker said. I'm at an LOD again, uh, defeating the NOD. Brett uh, and Austin with Shamrock. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Uh, three, Brian. Really? 
You know what? I might have to agree with you. Yeah, yeah, Brian, good one. Please. Yeah, because because I mean it was the biggest moment in WWE history, hands down, you know, with Hogan and Andre. But that full card was weak. It was really weak. I mean, of course you had Savage and Steamboat in there too. So <clears throat> people would argue, you know, those two matches alone made the card. It was certainly one of the most memorable cards, period. I agree. But the card overall was pretty weak. Can M connection defeating Orton and Morocco, Billy Jack Haynes, uh, and Hercules double count out. I remember that. Hey, uh, the Haiti kid, Hillbilly Jim, and Little Beaver defeating oh, King Brock, Little Tokyo and Little Lord Brook by DQ. Uh, loser must bow match. Harley Race defeating. <laughs> Dream Team defeating Rougeau Brothers, Piper defeating Adonis, uh, Danny Davis and Hart Foundation defeating Bulldogs, and Tito, Butch Reed defeating Coco, Steamboat Savage, Honky Tonk Man defeating Jake. Yep, I remember that's when Alice Cooper came out. <clears throat> Sheik and Volkoff defeating Killer Bees. And oh, man. DQ and then Hogan and Ozzy. Yeah, that was a pretty weak card. <clears throat> WrestleMania G wasn't all that good either. Uh yeah, two was uh what Hogan and uh that was a three three uh yeah. three city yeah. But you know what I'm gonna say, WrestleMania 27. Oh, uh, with uh Miz. I was there, my first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Rock with them, them, them tight jeans. That yeah. that mania was. Oh man! Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I think I, I think I'll probably uh, camp on eleven. I think I'll probably <laughs> say that's the worst one other than nine. Yeah, but I enjoy WrestleMania every year. I, I enjoy the feel of it, but <clears throat> like eleven, there was just some that I just wasn't like twenty-seven was one that I just didn't care about like at all. I, I didn't yeah. like Cena. I didn't like the Miz. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to roll. Uh, it has been a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure to be uh, with you all. No, no, no. PCO. <clears throat> oh, oh, real quick. Dan Severin uh, actually was under the weather, so he wanted to. Uh, uh, Great guy, man. <clears throat> so uh, uh, he was okay. for the uh, show tonight. Uh, he actually, we, we've talked back and forth. Uh, he actually uh, messaged me. Well, we've we've been chatting back and forth, but he messaged me earlier because he told me he wasn't feeling good. He was going to let me know, and then he messaged me and said that he wasn't feeling. He's still not feeling well. So, um, send my uh, send my well wishes uh, to Dan Severn and, and feeling better. So, uh, next week, who was on the docket for next week? <laughs> have a schedule for that. I'm going to tell you all these names <clears throat> because I'm going to tell you how I got scheduled. I'm actually booked until um, we are actually booked until um, March the 5th. I mean, May the 5th. We're booked until May the 5th. So for the next two months, we're booked. Um. Matter of fact, some I just booked with somebody. Yep, I just booked with. I just confirmed another one. So yeah, May fifth. Um, so we got we got everybody coming. We got we got, for the next two months. PMP Nation. We are booked. 
Um, so I'm going to tell y'all who was on the docket. All these people have confirmed these dates. So it's up to them to keep it with it. Uh, next week, we got Kid Cash. Kid Cash will be on the show next week. Actually, um, he goes to sleep earlier, so we'll do a video interview that I will play. I'll uh, record a video interview, so I want to keep a video interview for y'all. Um, and so you should be seeing, based on confirmation, and uh, Kid Cash, uh, video interview of Kid Cash on the show. So... All right, ladies and gentlemen, it has been an honor. And we got some really cool names, too. Actually, you know, <clears throat> out of the all the names that they're booked, I'm going to uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of them have never been on the show before. So <clears throat> that should be big fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. 414 episodes in the books. Big yeah, shout out to go. Tech Prout for uh, <clears throat> battling the segment oh, on the Always show. Bad. Prayers for you, my man, as far as uh, speedy recovery. Yeah, and man. without further ado, uh, big shout out to um, PCO actually for <clears throat> stepping up because Severin told me this uh, this afternoon. I called PCO uh, this afternoon and I said, hey, PCO. Uh, Severin can't make it, so can you come through on the show tonight? He said, "Yeah, yeah. do it." So PCO, great D, man. Yeah, yeah, cool, uh, cool people. So big shout out to PCO for doing that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for 440 episodes, Evan Tech Prout, follow him gotta go. at gotta uh, go. UTM at, at Tech underscore UTM. Yes. Uh, go here, patreoncom slash Pancakes and Power Sam Show. Three months get the PMP T-shirt. Six months gets the wrench mob t shirt. So yes. that's awesome. We gotta uh, go. We got a time. We got a time. Tech UTMR. Go there. Follow him. And of course, follow what you see right there. Chris Prolific. That is me. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen. God bless. Have a uh, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember. I do it for you. We gotta go. We gotta go. No, 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 not like this. No, no. You gotta do the fist.